Greetings of peace and strength, dear friends. Blessings to you on this weekend, uh, the 11th Sunday uh, after Pentecost in ordinary time. Uh, apologies for my voice today. I've been fighting a really bad cold um, all week, uh, together with all three of my youngsters who uh, we've been drinking lots of emergency Zycam, honey, lemon tea, and uh, salt water, uh, gargling, etc., etc. Um, so thank you for all of you who offer prayers of healing as I continue on, the, on this path of healing. I've been struck uh, by um, just reflecting on uh, this this summer and and the gift of just the simplicity of our worship and uh, the rhythm of using the Book of Common Prayer and the hymnal and uh, kind of uh, adjusting to using these books again that we have at St. Mary's. And if you've been visiting us online and streaming with us, thank you for doing that and using the online version of the Book of Common Prayer. Um, I'm, I'm struck by... The Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, is uh, an old saying we offer. Offer the Lord a sacrifice of praise. Uh, in many places, this notion of a sacrifice of praise can become somewhat of a cliche, uh, perhaps because worship does not often come uh, at much cost, especially compared with the sacrifices of saints who have gone before us. Uh, and so worship can almost feel rote or dull or sameness, maybe. But when we worship with friends from variety of traditions or various backgrounds, um, there are times when we may hear a prayer, perhaps, or, or use language we might not naturally use or sing a song, that isn't really our style, my style. Uh, but I think what a wonderful way of remembering that that very action, that very being is part of what it means to be a member of a community as diverse as the church is. And perhaps that also helps shed some, some light on why it might, might require some sacrifice for me, for us to give up ourselves, which my hope is always that is the gift of liturgy. Uh, it's interesting, I, I've heard it said two ways, that liturgy is the work of the people, but I've, I've also uh, heard from our, our Eastern Orthodox siblings, liturgy is the duty of the people. So when a song isn't working for me, consider praising God because that probably means it is working for someone else who is very different from me. Offer your worship as a sacrifice rather than requiring others to sacrifice for my uh, contentment, perhaps. <laughs> maybe this is something, uh, maybe there is something to the notion of becoming one as God is one. It doesn't mean that we are the same. It doesn't mean sameness. 
Maybe it just means that we are unified by one spirit. After all, we can become one only if there are many of us to begin with. So maybe liturgy, in its wisdom, puts the brakes on narcissism. <laughs> and I think there's, there's a beauty about worship where we can take old things and we can, we can spice it up as, as some of you might have experienced um, at St. Mary's. I will tease that uh, I think the Episcopal way, for me at least, uh, is a, an Anglican sensibility with an African spontaneity. I say that as one who's grown up singing songs from a South African Anglican church. One of my favorites. When he comes, I shall be like him. Quasi, kwabona kala, tinaso fananaye. Quasi, kwabona kala, tinaso fananaye. Tinaso fananaye. Tinaso fananaye. Someone uh, from the great choirs of Westminster might not necessarily even understand what I'm singing, but I believe can appreciate um, the song, a proclamation, a, a song of praise to God. And so, liturgy, I think, is a wonderful gift that makes worship possible and helps us, I guess, or I believe, helps me make sure that this is beyond just a self-pleasing act. So I'm learning. If a song or prayer doesn't quite work for me, I'm grateful that it is probably really resonating with someone who is different from me and thus offer a sacrifice of praise. Gregory the Great, the 6th century monk who became Pope, said, The dawn intimates that the night is over, but it does not yet proclaim the full light of day. And not all of us who follow the truth in this life, both daybreak and dawn. We do some things which already belong to the light, but we are not free from the remnants of darkness. It will be fully day for the church when she is no longer darkened by the shadow of sin. It will be fully day for her when she shines with the perfect brilliance of interior light. This dawn is an ongoing process. When the dawn has come, the day will remain, remain, retain nothing belonging to the darkness of light. What a wonderful reminder, for me at least, what I hear from Pope Gregory the Great. We are all a work in progress. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for working through us despite our brokenness, our sinfulness. By the power of your glorious resurrection, Give us grace to love sinners like ourselves. We ask this in the name of our Lord Jesus, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
Dear Lord, may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you. Wherever Jesus may send you, may he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Wherever you are on this day, whether you are walking, driving, traveling, may Lord and may Jesus bless you. Amen. Mm-hmm.